What's up, guys? This is Mark here, the world's strongest man. You're listening to Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special edition of the BCP Shameless Promo brought to you by our good friends at Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore, located in English Town, Flea Market, New Jersey. They open Saturday and Sunday from 8 to 3 p.m. Go visit them at the English Town Flea Market, the Blue Building, or visit them online at FunkensteinWrestlingSuperstore.com or check out their eBay store. You got Turtles, Ghostbusters, wrestling retro video games all that good stuff guys thank you so much as always for supporting the show and guys right now i don't want to bury the lead because this is this is something i've honestly been looking forward to for a very long time he is right now the current reigning and defending pro wrestling magic dark arts champion the revolver mr alex ryman mr ryman thank thank you for taking the time i, I appreciate you making the time to talk with me thank you for having me on here i have a lot and i do mean a lot i want to say yeah, and 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 again, I appreciate making the time. Like, obviously, I I'm not gonna lie. I feel comfortable that we're in separate locations right now. We we you know work together, pro wrestling magic. And every time I've I've spoken to you, man, um, emotional the word that come to mind. We we've seen Steve's son involved. We've seen your personal friends involved. You talk about your personal life. This year has been a roller coaster for you. Lots of ups, lots of downs, man. Um. You know, I, I majored in psychology. I graduated with a degree in psychology, man. I, I'm just psychoanalyzing the situation, man. Not being hard-hitting journalists here, man. I just, how are you, Alex? How are you? I, I'm all right. I'm all right right now. In this moment, right now, I'm okay. But you're right. I, I. I have done some things this year that maybe appear questionable to some. And maybe if you just look at it without the benefit of hindsight, you just kind of look at it at the moment. Maybe it does seem a little drastic and maybe it does seem like I've kind of lost sight on reality. But people don't understand why I am the way I am. And I, I feel like you, you have given me a platform more than anyone else with our interviews and I, I'm sorry if I get a little uh, wound up and a little uptight and I may or may not have laid hands on you a few times. I, I truly am sorry for that. I, I don't mean to hurt you. I really don't. I look at you as a friend. I do because you, you've always been there to let me tell the people how I feel and what's really going on but it's the people that aren't listening. It's them that they, they always want to make me out to be the bad guy. And I, I don't understand that. See, when I look in the mirror, I don't see a bad person. I see someone who's tried to be a good person. I've helped with charities. I've helped people when they needed. I've helped train kids at the ECBW Wrestling Academy. And if you ask them, I'm not a bad guy. But for some reason, there's a huge contingency of the Magic Kingdom that seem to think I'm a bad guy. But when I look in the mirror, I don't see that. What I see is someone who became a champion. Someone who sat in this English room, it was English teacher, and looked at him and said, 
I'll never be more than a fry cook at Burger King. Didn't even have the decency to look at me as a human being or give me the benefit of a doubt. But you never said that to me. You've never looked down on me. Even when I've given you reason to, Bob, you've never looked down on me and I thank you. And that's why I look at you as a friend and I'm sorry for all the times that I've hurt you or put you in harm's way. I, I try not to do that, but when the revolver speaks and he takes over, it's no longer Alex Ryman. It's something deeper and darker that I cannot control. I mean, I, I appreciate you saying that, Alex, and, and you mentioned it. I was going to ask you this, just psychoanalyzing the situation here. Anytime you post on social media, even just now, uh, you reference it, you speak, the revolver is speaking. Is this... It, just psychoanalyzing the situation, is this a split personality situation? Because there seems to be more than two sides of you right now. There is a side of me that wants to do the right thing in every occasion. And I think you've seen that when when the revolver wanted to take this belt and and crack my best friend, Sunny Kiss, in the face. But then I saw this the, the look, the fear, the the disdain is I. I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger because I wanted to do the right thing. But when left with no other option, no other way out, no disqualification is a funny thing because it gives me the right to do anything and everything I want. But for some reason, on that night, I just couldn't do it. And then. I love Sonny, I do. But why? 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 Why does he have to come off? Why does he have to come off of national television and take what's mine? She knows how hard I've worked for this. Yeah. And she knows how much this means to me, yet she still couldn't just lay down she couldn't just lay down and she had to kick out and that's why that's why and everyone wants to make me out to be the bad guy but i was protecting what's mine i was protecting what makes me happy and i told you before that match this is the only thing in this life that makes me happy it's the only thing i can be proud of i come here it's fucking alone i have no one to talk to no one to vent my frustrations to Yes, yeah, sure, there's people that say they're proud, but where are they when I fucking need them, huh? Look, I've, I've been there. Where are they when the fucking chips are down, huh? I, I know you're frustrated, Mr. Ryman. I, I Just calling it down the middle again. I'm, I'm just trying to do my job here, as always, man. Um, you know, I've talked to you backstage, and you referenced it many times, and, and I know that feeling, man. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been down that road. I've been through a lot, man. I've been blindsided by things, man. Uh, you know, there are forbidden doors open in my home, and I didn't even know it, bro. And I've been down that, some bad roads, man, and, and it's, it's it's a long road. I'm not going to lie. And there's a healing process. And when, when you said that during your promo, like sitting there by yourself at home, man, I, I can relate, man. But you have to be careful, man, because your mind plays tricks on you. And right now, I, I know you're – please don't. I don't like where this is going, man. I, I just I think your mind's playing tricks on you. You are so close with Sonny. Maybe you're hurt that Sonny has been so successful and and Sonny isn't answering your phone calls. And I, I, I haven't. And I haven't been successful. No. I was told I was gonna go nowhere, Rob. 
I was... See, again, when I look in that mirror, I see a lot of things. I see the nine-year-old boy, the little boy that was told that he didn't have a home no more. I wasn't supposed to be a champion, Rob. I was told my whole life I was supposed to be a failure. I've been successful. So no one wants to see it because of the things I do to, to maintain my success. The things I have to do to get to the places I need to be. This is what concerns me, Alex. Just some of your actions. And again, I'm, I'm just stating a fact here. You essentially, you know, got involved with Steve's son. Steve's son, you know, got involved in whatever's going on between you two. You two can't seem to get out of each other's way. Um, you know, your personal relationships seem to be surrounding you in every single match. You've had, what, one, two, three different people uh, involved in your last match with Sonny. There's a lot of moving parts right now. Do you feel that you can't focus on being a wrestler or a champion defending right now because everything is so personal? When I was told the name of our last event was going to be Haunted Kingdom, I was unaware of how apropos that name was actually going to be. I was told that it was just going to be a one-on-one -on -one match me versus Sonny Kiss. I've beaten Steven, not once, but twice. I've beaten him in front of his father until he couldn't breathe. I beat him until he was blue in the face. And I beat him in front of his kid. What else do I have to do to tell Steven that this is not the place for old and feeble men? But back to the name of the of the show haunted kingdom i was unaware of how how apropos that name was going to be because the, it seems the ghosts of my past you're well aware of my extensive battles with uh smiley and name redacted in the psycho drivers the same man i beat for this or lack thereof <clears throat> but with that being said smiley couldn't leave well enough alone. Now I do appreciate him getting that psycho off of me. But when he handed me the belt and pulled me close, he not only challenged me, but he challenged my pride. And then Sonny, who should have stayed down for the three count, we could have avoided all of this, jumps off the top rope and takes both of us out. And then has the gall has the nerve as my best friend to shake hands with that piece of dog shit, Steven. And I'm supposed to sit here and be happy for Sonny, huh? I'm supposed to be sitting here and being happy because she's in AEW and she's succeeding and she's in the place that I want to be, huh? I'm supposed to just sit here, act like everything's okay while she's saying that she's my best friend and she's saying that she loves me but then shakes the hand of the man who can't leave me alone. Knowing, knowing Shane Fair, knowing Shane Fair, I, I haven't heard what my match will be in November, but I'm, I'm almost certain that it's going to be a four-way. Look at the poster. Sonny's on there again. Who's she going to wrestle, huh? Smiley's riding a rainbow or whatever, and, so, and Steven is right there.
It says it right there. You know, I haven't heard anything, but I just know how this goddamn promotion feels about me. Everyone from Steven to Shane to Smiley, they don't want to see me as champion. It's a disgrace to them. I'm a disgrace, and that hurts. Because I've been there literally since day one. How many of those in the back can actually say that? They've been at the Magic Kingdom since day one. And again, I tried to do things the right way, and I tried to make friends and be positive. And I was the game changer, Aaron Bradley, and I was slapping hands with these disgusting, fat fans, and I was making them feel like they were on my level, and that's never been the case. None of them are on my level. I don't even want to say that I'm just like them because I'm not. I'm nothing like them. See, I saw something in myself. They see nothing in themselves. And then Kill the Magic came along. And Mike Donovan saw something in me and Steven. And I needed a place that was going to understand my violent tendencies. And it was, it was fun while it lasted. The tag team titles. But I'm not a tag team wrestler. I'm selfish. Well, I appreciate your honesty, Mr. Ryman. Um, I did want to address a couple things, and you've been on such a roller coaster lately. Um, I just didn't want to say this real quick. You put on Facebook, and I'm just reading here, is the revolver speaking? I'm no longer apologizing for my actions. I'm no longer looking to have the, quote, match of the night. I'm no longer looking for friends. I want to make people suffer and make money. Is Can you explain that philosophy right now? I've I've grown up around addicts my entire life. Oh, wow. Whether it be drugs or alcohol. And I've never wanted any of that. A lot of people know. I don't know if you could see that X. Yeah. I'm a straight edge. Same. Did not know and, that. Uh, I've never had a sip of alcohol in my life, but I do have my vices. And I noticed that in every addict's life, there gets to be a point where they're sick of their addiction, where they're sick of what makes them them, whether it's the booze or the needle in their arm or the joint in their mouth. I have addictions. I do. And this is going to sound gross, but it's when people are screaming and suffering. It brings me joy. I mean, if you just look at the, the, the pure bliss on my face as I choked Stephen out in front of his father, as his father begged for <laughs> his father begged for me to release that hold. And there was blood coming out of Steven's face. And for some reason, that made me happy. But I'll tell you what. 
ever since that day, people have paid me more money than I've ever made to make people hurt, to make people suffer. Maybe I'm not the bad guy. Maybe it's the people enabling this vice. Why? You rolled your eyes. I don't. So I, I appreciate you opening up about all that stuff. I, I really do. I, I didn't mean to roll my eyes. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you opening up. I, I didn't know you're straight edge. I'm straight edge as well. Um, that, But being around that had to be very difficult. You say you have your own vices. I think we're going down a bad road here. Let's let's talk about this roller coaster you've been on because there's been you, a lot of lows. You said you wanted to what psychoanalyze me? You wanted to find out what I what makes me tick, and now it's getting too dark. You asked. You literally asked for this, Bob. You literally asked to psychoanalyze me. But the minute I start opening up, see, you're just like everyone else. You're just like everyone else. See. I'm, I'm. My entire life, I was the weirdo. I was the weird kid. I was picked last in gym class. I was never popular with anyone because of people like you that said I was too dark or too weird. I'm. I'm you trying to. Under, I'm trying. Just trying to understand you. Alex. I apologize if I upset you. I'm just trying to understand you. I again. I, I'm very thankful for you. Making the time. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm glad that we're in separate locations right now. You seem very emotional. You keep uh, saying that. I'm not a bad guy. Let's let's focus on some of the positive again. And we can, because that is part of your journey. That is part of what you're going through. 2022 has been quite a year for you. Let's talk about some of the positive. Um, you got to travel to Germany, I think, on multiple occasions. Let's, let's talk about the positive. Talk about... Germany, getting to wrestle over there. I mean, that had to help you grow and get past some things. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm a little tense right now. If I stutter over my words, I do apologize. It's fine. But Germany was the happiest of my life. Wow. I spent seven weeks over there alone where no one knew me. And no one had this preconceived notion that I'm a bad guy or that I do bad things. No, they saw a hard worker. They said someone that had passion for professional wrestling. And I was looked at as a peer, something that I don't get in the U.S. It, and I don't know why. But I got to show up every single day and be the hardest worker in that room, just like I am over here. Same person, same goals. Yet over there, I'm looked at as someone with passion, someone who cares about their craft. Over here, I'm looking at as a masochist, as someone who doesn't care about others or how they feel. And... This little, this little rat fink over here, uh, CJ, uh, one wing angel, dragon, uh, or yeah, one wing yeah. dragon. He keeps calling me a parasocial whenever I talk about my my feelings towards Sunny. Whenever I tell the world that I love Sunny Kiss, I'm not a parasocial. I experience love and pain just like everyone else. 
Why does he feel the need to call me a parasocial? I I can't I can't speak for him, Mr. Ryman. Um, but I'll ask you this, man. And I'm glad Germany was a very positive experience for you. Obviously, winning that dark arts championship, but I could see how much that championship means to you. But again, you you seem to at times. Again, I'm just trying to be very fair here. Be going down a, a dark path, and I think maybe there's still hope because I I see a lot of positive in you. You talk about being straight edge. You talk about you know, overcoming so much adversity. You talk about dreaming big when people told you you couldn't do uh, what you wanted to accomplish. Do you think that there is a road that you could take where maybe you and Steve can bury the hatchet? You and Sonny can get back on better terms. Do you think that that could be the ending here instead of you continuing to go down this dark path? There's a difference between Sonny Kiss and Steven. Fair enough. I started wrestling with Sonny Kiss at the East Coast Pro, Pro Wrestling Academy. Steven was somebody I used. I don't care for Steven. I never did. See, at one point, he was a like-minded individual. He liked to hurt people. And he, was, he and I were the American Murder Society. We were thick as thieves, Robert. But you know what they say about thieves? There's no honor amongst them. And it was either get him before he gets me or get him and strike while the iron is hot. Do you know what the last eight months of being in a professional tag team with Steven Off was like? He was soft. He was getting old. He no longer wanted to hurt people the way I want to hurt people. He no longer saw people as tools to use to get to the next level. No, he started seeing them as compassionate human beings. And that's why we weren't pro wrestling magic tag team world tag team champions. You know who made those world tag team championships? That would be me and Steven. You know who created every pinfall victory? While we were over in England, five matches, nine or nine matches and five nights. Wow. I was the one getting the pinfall victory. While Steven was somewhere trying to find his teeth. Steven, I used him to get to where I had to be. I told you I tried to do everything the right way. Go back and watch early magic. I was your white meat baby face i was doing everything the right way i was trying to really get the crowd on my side zero i had zero titles zero championships and my pay was dog shit so when i saw the opportunity to tag with the owner of pro wrestling magic yeah, yeah, I oh, I, oh, was that the fourth wall? Did we just break that? I used it. And I used him, and he thought we were like brothers, but no, we were thieves, and there's no honor amongst them. I used him to get where I had to be. And when I started hurting people, he started hurting people. 
But then he had a son, little Luke, my nephew, someone who I'm proud to give a role model to. He had a son, and all of a sudden, he started feeling compassionate and weak and was no longer willing to do what had to be done to win the titles. And he started also caring. If you watch the last year or so, the fans liked us because we lowered ourselves to their level. We allowed them to think that if on any given day, they could be a part of the American Murder Society. And that's not true. No one could. And that's why with one kick, I killed the American Murder Society. Because I was tired of losing. I was tired of the excuses Stephen made every single time we lost. Well, Mr. Ryman, Alex, if I may. I'm sorry you feel that way, man. You've obviously been through a lot. It's been a long journey for you in Pro Wrestling Magic. You are the Dark Arts champion, and and I know uh, that means a lot to you. I can see how you hold that championship, but not to be cliche here, but I'm 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 trying to do what I can, and maybe it's not my place to to steer your mind away from those dark thoughts, away from the bitterness. And, and trust me, I know a thing or two about bitterness. I get it, bro. Um, but. What are the goals, man? You've seen so many people succeed. You are currently succeeding right now. Is it to get to a national contract? Is it? I know you said you were taught it one time. I've seen some of the videos with the kids. You don't seem as receptive as you once did. Is it to take down Moff at some point or become the Pro Wrestling Magic heavyweight champion? I'm just asking. I'm just doing my job. Uh, I know you have a lot on your plate right now. Danny Moff. He's what now? Two-time Pro Wrestling Magic Heavyweight Champion? I believe so. Maybe I can use him next. Maybe I can use him as the stepping stone. Because as fun as being the Dark Arch Champion is, it's not the end goal. See, a lot of people didn't believe in me when I, I entered... Pro Wrestling Magic. But I've worked my way up my ladder. And Danny holds what I want. And you know what's funny? Is last month he said every defense he makes from now on is a Bayonne street fight. No rules. No disqualification. <laughs> I told you last month that my mind is not a good place to be sometimes. And I sometimes find comfort in the dark recesses of that mind of where I just sit awake at night and I think of all the ways I can make someone hurt. And if I were given the chance to face Danny Moff in a Bayonne street fight, there's no telling the unlimited things that I could create to bring him down. Sure, I give up about 200 pounds, but I've never always been the biggest guy in the fight. 
but I've always adapted to my circumstances. See, I'm not a victim of circumstances, but I am a product of them. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. I'm able to adapt to any situation and still feel comfortable in being uncomfortable. There's nothing he could do to me that will hurt me more than I've already hurt myself. Physical pain comes and goes. But the mental anguish I live with day in and day out stays. I understand and, and I appreciate you opening up. Uh, Mr. Ryman, I do want to be respectful of your time here. Um, on a personal note, man, I, again, I appreciate your time. But, um, you know, I, I did ask you to come on here because I, I did want to speak to you. I see you going down a dark path. Um, I genuinely do care, man. And, um, you know, I, I want you to reach out and, and mend things if you can with people. And I know you you speak a different language. You get things done between the ropes. Um, but I, I really just I, I hope you're you get on a better path, man. You keep mentioning these dark thoughts. You, you've lost your temper here and there a few times, man. And uh, now that we're just in separate locations right now, I just, I just want to say uh, right now, while I can, that I have you here, just, um, you know, reach out to your support system, you know, try to, maybe you can mend things with Steve. I know we talked about that earlier. Um, maybe you can just, I don't care about Steven. You want to know what my support system is? Look right there. That's my support system. This is the validation I need to do what I do day in and day out. I've been overlooked for a long time. And I know every fucking indie schlub wants to say that I've been overlooked. No, fuck that. I'm one of the best goddamn wrestlers on the East Coast. It's about time people start fucking noticing me. I'm sorry I'm losing my temper again, but I'm pissed off. Yeah. I, I... I see people that couldn't even fucking stand me in places that I deserve to be. And now you want me to, to mend fences? No. I burn bridges because I can fucking swim. I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way, and Mr. I'm, tired. I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of being overlooked and just thought of as nothing more than what I am now. You put me in there with the best of anyone. I'm talking the Danny Moffs, the Darius Carters, the Sonny Kisses, the Alec Prices, the Dustin Wallers. And I'll hang with all of them. Let's say Dorados. It doesn't matter. I'm the revolver. And when I call my fucking shot, I don't miss. And I'm tired of people sitting back and thinking they can walk all over me. And you want me to mend fences. Like that's ever gotten me anywhere. Well, this I obviously angered you. I obviously upset you. Um, I do appreciate you making the time. I, at this point in the show, we usually, you know, tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and, and all that stuff. I feel like you don't even care about that anymore at this point. Is there anything you want to say? I feel like you've said, said enough, but is there anything you want to say to the kingdom uh, before our next event on the 26th? It doesn't matter who my opponent is in November. Journey to the kingdom runs through me. I am the fucking kingdom from here. And it doesn't matter who you put in the ring or how many of them there are. I'm going to do 
what I do best. Because I'm not sick of my addiction, Rob. My addiction makes who, me who I am. I love making people suffer. I love when people scream. I love the sound of tendons tearing, of bones popping. And I love making money because of it. I'm not a bad guy. It's my enablers that enable me to get to this platform to do what makes me sick. But as long as I got this, ain't no way, ain't no how you're getting fucking rid of me. I am the kingdom.